0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I will love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from JP, and he writes, Hi, Victor. Love the show. I could use your advice. Last August, I acquired a property in a tax auction at a bargain price in a C-class neighborhood in a different state from where I live. This was my first venture into rehabbing a property and figured this might be a good way to learn with a fair amount of cushion for mistakes. I found a contractor on Craigslist who was willing to work in this address. Several were not. Work got underway quickly. Flooring, painting, kitchen updates, and other miscellaneous repairs were needed based on pictures the contractor sent over. He estimated about $20,000 of work. That seemed reasonable, and he pulled permits and got to work quickly. As work progressed, bigger problems arose with the electrical. He recommended tearing down to the studs and running new electrical throughout the house. I reluctantly agreed, and additional contracts were drawn up. Several of the walls had holes, so we recommended external siding. A new roof was also recommended due to leaks. Then a wall was found not to be properly attached, needed structural bracing. Contracts were drawn up for each project successively. He would call me at least weekly with updates as to what was going on, supplies that were needed, and different things that the code inspectors wanted to see updated. Every time I thought everything in the house was finally ready, something else would be found. This all culminated in me finally growing suspicious. I called the code office to find out where things stood, and was devastated to learn they had never stepped foot inside the house. Moreover, all the permits had been pulled in my name without my knowledge. I had an investigator walk through the property and send more detailed pictures, and the place is a mess. He did 85% of the siding work, but cropped pictures of the final job, and a big chunk of the back of that property is unfinished. Lumber and materials are lying all over the job site. Between materials and labor and dumpster fees, I've now put in about 2x what the property is worth fully renovated, and really have nothing to show for it. Many of the materials I bought appear to be missing. I talked to a lawyer and they said a lawsuit would likely be long and expensive. And since the contractor doesn't appear to have substantial assets, it would be tough recovering any damages anyway. This is a big hit for me. Is there anything I can do? At the very least, maybe I can get a tax write-off. I'm obviously rethinking real estate investing altogether. And maybe, hopefully, this can be a warning to your listeners. A contract doesn't seem to be worth the paper it's written on unless the other person has assets of their own. Law enforcement won't help much either. Well, JP, this is a great question, and this, unfortunately, is all too common a situation. I feel your pain. I'd like to zero in on a couple of things you said. You're talking about rethinking real estate investing. Well, I've got bad news for you. What you're doing is not real estate investing. You put yourself into the house rehabilitation business. That's an active business that's pretty similar to the construction business. You got into the construction business without even knowing it. Imagine for a minute if a major home builder like D.R. Horton built a subdivision with no construction site supervisor. The Subcontractors would be running wild on the site and quality control would be out the window. You see, construction's like any other business that requires all the critical functions. Your construction business had no quality control because nobody was staffed to fill that position. If that position had been staffed, there would have been no surprises on this project. You would have had proper inspections done by your own team even before engaging a contractor. You'd have had a proper scope of work. The folks you hired probably fall into the lowest quality of construction contractors. I call this category two guys in a pickup truck. At the very top tier, at the opposite end of the spectrum, you've got the large national players like PCL with 6,000 employees, professional project managers, construction managers, and quality assurance people. In the middle, There are those medium-sized firms that do anywhere from 10 to $100 a year in new construction. You want the quality associated with that middle tier. You can sometimes work with the bottom tier, but understand you're going to have to staff that quality assurance function and budget for that as part of the cost of doing the project. This advice will help you on a future construction project and maybe for the balance of this project. But it doesn't answer your fundamental question. What can I do? I understand how painful this is right now, but if you stop you're going to lose 100% of your investment. And if you've got debt on the property, you're going to be on the hook for that too. There are only three viable paths from here. Number one, fire sale the property as is and take a substantial loss. I don't recommend that one, but it's an option. Number two, bring in a partner with additional capital to complete the renovation and then sell the completed property at a loss. It might be a smaller loss than the fire sale scenario. It's not my recommended path either. Number three, Complete the project and rent out the property as a long-term hold income property. You told me in a subsequent email, you're looking at a total investment of about $125,000 and a monthly income of about $1,400. That means you're collecting about 1.1% of the property's total investment in rent each month. That's a good percentage. Has the potential to carry the expenses of the property and pay down the debt over time. You'll want to get a low interest rate permanent financing structure in place, at the highest possible loan-to-value ratio. If there's still work to be done on the project, the ownership of the building permit isn't a problem per se. In fact, in this instance, it gives you the freedom to fire your contractor. You can hire someone else to complete the work without having the original contractor transfer the permit. Unfortunately, JP, this kind of situation happens all too often. I've seen even experienced people hit by hiring the wrong people. The key to running a successful project is to assume the responsibility for the quality of the project yourself. That means hiring the right quality assurance people, making sure that they are on site, checking the quality if you can't be there yourself. I want to thank you for an awesome question. Hopefully this works out well for you. Keep me posted. In the meantime, for the listeners at home, have a great rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.